Hello and welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I am Tyler Smith. I am David Bax. And thank you for listening. David. Yes. Got a guest here. We do. Very, very exciting. Very Is exciting, it like a surprise? Yeah. Is it like something you guys never do? <laughs> David, we have a guest here. No, we, but we always uh, we always say we're very excited when there's a guest, and we we mean it this time. Yeah. So, oh, okay. This yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I sense the sincerity, gentlemen. <laughs> this, uh, the upfront banner seems uh, much more sincere <laughs> than I'm sure it was for the lifeless Graham Elwood <laughs> and the cardboard Chris Mancini. Dear God, if there was a spark of life behind Graham Elwood's eyes, <laughs> I would pay $50 to see it. Just dead. Like staring at a gray brick wall. His eyes. Where's your soul, Graham? And he can barely hear you. <laughs> Go ahead, introduce me. <laughs> All right. uh, Bill Dwyer is here, ladies and gentlemen. That's me. It's, uh, see? It sure is. It's almost yeah. It's almost like I expected applause, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, you got a little, it. Uh, like Roll a little, uh, little morning uh, talk show sound effects, you know. Bill DeWire's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Sid and Marcy in the mornings. I'm not gonna be able to say anything, Captain Stinky. <laughs> because between me laughing and admittedly you talking, I don't know if I'm if we're gonna get to say anything. But that's no. all right. How long is this show? Uh, uh, 45, 45 minutes, minutes to an hour. hour. Okay. Jinx. <laughs> jinx. I was going to jinx the two of you. <laughs> All right. Run downstairs to the 7-Eleven or the Indian restaurant and get me a Coke. <laughs> Speaking uh, of, you know, the Japanese restaurant downstairs, there's storerooms up here on the second floor. Walk past earlier, wide open, room full of Asahi beer. Really? I could have just walked off with a couple uh, cases of Asahi. But that's, uh, yeah. No. Yeah, because karma. That, that would come yeah. back at you. Yeah. yeah. You, Even though you're not, I mean, again, it's one of those things, I'm just stealing from the man. It's just corporate. <laughs> I'm just stealing from corporate, man. Yeah, the corporate. It's a tiny little Japanese <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> that corporate. Was, that was actually something that I think uh, David, you and I were talking about the other day, but something that I've been thinking about for years, that at this point, there are certain there are certain acts in the world that if you had the opportunity to do it, you just would because movies have just made it such a non-moral issue, like robbing a bank. It's not even really if it's R- right or not. It's just if you can, can you do it? Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that money's insured, man. It's fine. And then the most glorious of bank robbers, you know, like Dillinger, Bonnie and Clyde, it's yeah. always, there's always that part where, you know, somebody, you know, the farmer and his, well, here's my two bucks. And he's like. <laughs> That's your money, Pops. I'm taking the bank's money. It's like, no, I got a savings account here. And I'm going to be. There's no FDIC at this point in time. You don't understand. You don't understand, Mr. Mr. Barker, whatever his name was. Bon- What's his name? Uh, Barrow. Clyde Barrow. Clyde Barrow. <laughs> Mr. <Yeah>. Barker. <laughs> Bob Barker. And Clyde Barrow. <laughs> so- Bonnie and Bob. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me talk about. Uh, let me tell you where I where I where I first heard of a Bill Dwyer was uh, on an awesome show that I used to watch nightly called BattleBots. Yeah. Ah, yeah, <laughs> they probably ran that nightly too because it was uh, yeah. Comedy Central, right? So they yeah. would rerun it all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. a good show. Yeah, it's you good show. And, uh, you were a kid when it was on, right? I was in college. Sure, when it started and uh, yeah. Uh, Did you guys? You bet had on Arge it? Barker on there, right? As well, yeah. yeah, yeah. We had Arge. The Sklars were on there. Yeah. We had uh, a yeah. yeah. We had funny people on there. Yeah, that was that was a good. And we show. had hot chicks also. You always you gotta have the hot chick. Oh yeah, yeah. Because they think you know it's important. Not enough to have battling robots. We need to have a hot <laughs> chick saying something at some point in the show. Because well, you know it goes along with it. And we had Tracy Bingham and Carmen Electra and yeah. Let me tell you how much how much I had watched BattleBots and how big a fan I was when I saw. I didn't watch. I never like watched Last Comic Standing. I just sort of knew what the premise was or what I thought the premise was. Right. Which was the idea, I thought it was like an American Idol, like nobody comedian's trying to be. That's what I thought it was. Oh, and then. So I turned it on once and I see Bill Dwyer and I'm like, what's he doing? Doesn't everybody know who Bill Dwyer is? He hosted fucking BattleBots. <laughs> <laughs> right, but what they did that year on Last Comic Standing was they had comics actually fight like BattleBots. Did they? I don't think <laughs> yeah, I in a ring one. with hammers and buzz saws coming out of the floor. And hot chicks commenting yeah. on it, of course. Yeah, so uh, I'll tell you that Josh Blue is fast, man. I had to fight him <laughs> in the comedy box. <laughs> And he's a world-class athlete. You know, he plays that soccer. He's got the, you know, upper body. That's why he chose soccer, I think. When you got cerebral palsy and you can't cut a steak, play soccer. Because <laughs> he's good with his feet. Yeah. He's yeah. fast as the dickens. But, yeah, just, uh, you know, 
getting an autograph or, uh, you know, asking him to unwrap a stick of gum. That takes a while. But, you know, penalty kicks, he's my man in comedy. Josh Blue, anybody from six yards out, that guy's solid. Do you, do you have any, do you have any uh, juicy behind-the-scenes last comic standing stories? Well, I don't, uh, you know, uh, Gabriel got uh, got kicked off last comic standing uh, that season because uh, because he, he he snuck in a a BlackBerry, you know. Oh, but what oh, you right, never yeah, but right. what you never found out is that uh, is that uh, Gabe uh, like when we were in the hotel, they took away all our Blackberries and he had a fake one. He had a <laughs> he had a fake BlackBerry that he gave to him. Then he had his regular BlackBerry taped behind the toilet tank. Like the Godfather, <laughs> and then the guy's so well known amongst you know pretty much everybody, but certainly amongst Hispanics, he becomes friends with the staff. So he gets the service elevator. He gets one of these guys to rent him a car. So at night, because he loves fast food, when he wants to, takes the service. You know, he calls one of his guys down to the kitchen, Odile or whatever they say. <laughs> Boom. Takes a service elevator down into the garage, drives off, gets his fast food, and comes back up. Because they found fast food in his room. They're like, how'd you get the, where's this Burger King come from? And I can't remember who said He said, oh, that was from when I first got here or something like that. Man. And then, all right, so you want to hear, all right, so here's, I, I haven't spoken much about this. Because I've kind of put it aside. Oh, Because okay. I didn't, Is I it came painful? in ninth. I mean, I made it to the finals, but I came in ninth. Like, every time I do something funny, you know, I'd go, Okay, that's going to be on TV. And it never was, you know, <laughs> until your elimination show. And then, the, you know, they're showing me a lot. And, you yeah, know, uh -huh. oh, Dwyer's leaving. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, like, uh, the first time we go into the elimination booth, right, I'm not worried because there's April Macy and Michelle Balloon. You know, nobody knew Michelle Balloon would be such a powerhouse, mm -hmm. you know, but she's got jokes. Yeah. Uh -huh. And, you know, the audience like that. It wasn't, like, the smartest audience at the El Portal in uh, – in North Hollywood. <laughs> like, they were not buying what I was selling that night at all. <laughs> but I don't think I had enough energy either, you know? But uh, Is that often a problem for you? Yeah. I, I don't know. I think sometimes, you know, life just kind of, oh, Christ, you know? I don't know. Like, maybe it was. Like, that time I was like, uh, well, that, that day that I went on the, uh, that I was on the elimination, like, we had gone to Adam Carolla's show at 6 in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know, they woke us up at 2 in the morning and said, all right, we're going to the elimination. And I crushed it. I killed it. I, I, I won, obviously. And they still, Adam didn't give it to me because he knows me, right? Mm. So he gave it to Rebecca Corey, who I was furious about. And uh, <laughs> so I was kind of down about that. And then I couldn't sleep. And then because I'm a terrible strategist, you know, I ended up one of the people with two votes. So four of us went to the elimination. Because me and Joey Gay just couldn't figure it out. A couple of idiots. He goes, hey, don't vote for me, man. He goes, don't vote for me because I think other people are going to vote for me. And I go, I, okay. I go, I go. Uh, well, you can vote for me if you want because I think I'm okay. And I wasn't. You know? Somebody else voted for me. Oh, yeah, Ty Barnett flipped a coin. So and then he goes, in the I wanted to kill him. I, wanted to, I flipped a coin and Bill Dwyer. It's good, Ty. But I went into the elimination booth the, uh, the first time, the mm. first week, and I said, I know I'm funnier than, that's how you're supposed to do. I said, I know I'm funnier than Ant, right? <laughs> right. Just funny, he's not on the show. <laughs> I do a little riff. I don't think that's his real name. And I was like, oh, wait, oh, he's not, okay. And I, uh, So the next week, or the next elimination, which is whatever, the next day, Rebecca Corey goes in and goes, I know I'm funnier than Gwyneth Paltrow. And I was like, hey, same joke. <laughs> hey, I, I did the joke already. <laughs> the person who's not here, okay? <laughs> But the, you didn't see that on TV. <laughs> I'm just like, look, I was like, did I did I do that yesterday? I did, right? Okay, just checking. <laughs> oh, man, dishing all the dirt about uh, your fellow comedians. Yeah, and then I was calling myself number nine, right? Because I, mm -hmm. I, was, I was the ninth one, you know, I was yeah. the, not the ninth one eliminated, but out of everybody, I came mm -hmm. in ninth. So we went to the, uh, we go to the finale, and uh, we go out to eat afterwards. We're invited out to eat. And uh, Rebecca Corr, I've been calling myself number nine for, you know, whatever. A day, weeks, you know, whatever, ever mm -hmm. since it came out. And uh, we're at the uh, at the table, at the lunch table, where Rebecca Corey goes, Bill Dwyer, number nine. And everybody cracks up. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Another one you steal from me? This one kills and doesn't acknowledge, you know, oh, yeah, he's been saying that for weeks. No, I was like, oh, come on. <laughs> Well, as we learned from uh, from previous guest uh, Sean Cullen, uh, it sounds like 
Oh yeah, like, Sean uh, is a he's a brilliant guy. Oh yeah, yeah. He was, he's effortlessly funny. That guy, it's amazing. I got to dance around a bit, but Sean Cullen is just. <laughs> He's like truly witty, that guy. Yeah. Well, and just and like his there a lot of my uh, favorite comedians when I find out that they're going to be on that show, I remember just thinking like, oh well, I don't feel like you know I I love them and I think they're hysterical, but I don't see them doing very well on that show, knowing what I know. Oh, doing well on Last Comic yeah. Standing. Yeah. Like Sean Cullen and like I know Todd Glass was on and he got eliminated like really early. Um, well, and Todd is Todd is basically a giant retarded baby <laughs> who who can drive occasionally. <laughs> That's what Todd is. Christ Almighty! Just whatever. Give that guy a packet of flash paper that the magicians love, you know, and he'll he is set for hours. My God! And I love Todd, and I think he's really funny. Yeah. But uh, you know, I mean, he invented ADD and whatever that is. <laughs> And and he's a nice guy, but he is he is just a big goof, and that was fun watching him. I got to admit, yeah, yeah. But, but that show just got worse. They almost killed it with us with the boat. Mm, they killed uh-huh. all spontaneity. So then they got rid of any sort of a house or any sort of living quarters for seasons five and six. And then I I, I stopped watching because once you're like on it and you know you go and you're not hosting it you know yeah. you're like all right i'm done with this <laughs> fuck do i care it's not me well so you mentioned hosting it you've hosted a lot of things you uh you know battle bots but uh, what are some of the other things that you have you've hosted and what are some of your some of your favorite I hosted hosting a game jobs? show on pax okay that's good huh yeah. remember pax it's now ion pax went through all sorts of things pax uh I hosted a game show on PAX. Was that at the same time that Billy Ray Cyrus had his own dramatic series on PAX? Yeah, uh, yeah and also like the Deaf Woman too. But yeah, PAX was really. At least they were trying, <laughs> and I think they had the Senior Golf Tour also. <laughs> so they were trying anyway at that point, and uh, so they had a yeah they had a, a game show on PAX, and people would say I would tell people that, and they'd go, "Oh, PAX, I don't get that." And I go, no, you get it. You just don't watch it. It's PAX. Unless you're, unless you're a huge Murder, She Wrote fan or Diagnosis Murder, Billy Ray Cyrus is Country Cop Gone City or the Deaf Detective. The Deaf Detective. I don't know what the name of that show was. The woman was like partially deaf. It's like, oh, yeah, because she couldn't be fully deaf, you know. Well, I have plenty of, uh, of of memories of hungover mornings watching packs and, and watching you know women's soccer or oh really dogs catching frisbees competition or wow. something like that. Packs, yeah. And so now they just gave up. They went all infomercials, I think. Oh, another uh, ion. Yeah, and then I think they also uh, I watch Family Feud on there a lot. I really enjoy yeah. Family Feud. The feud is uh, it's, it's a yeah, that's a pretty good show. I, as far as game shows go, and I know th- I know from Never Not Funny, you're a big fan of game shows. But I like the uh, yeah. My wife, my wife and I, we love watching Family Feud, especially, and then she'll watch Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy because like we're like seventy, I guess. But just I I found the the reason that Family Feud fascinates me is because the answer the answer that you're supposed to give it's not what you think the right answer is. It's what you think a hundred people will say. And so, like, it's you can tell a lot about a person's view of humanity based on the answer they're giving. <laughs> like, if they had said, it's like, all right, we surveyed 100 people about what's the best movie of all time. Okay, well, it's I went to film school, and so I, so I would either go way high and say, like, oh, all right, so they're probably going to say, like, you know, Citizen Kane, Godfather, something like that, Casablanca. Or... I would go way too low and say, yeah. like, uh, Pearl Harbor. I don't know. <laughs> right. Would people say that? Crocodile Dundee 2. <laughs> or 3, two. where he goes to Los Angeles. <laughs> 2 had its moments. It sure did. <laughs> I but, can't remember, but he he saved everybody again in 2, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was more of an actual, it was like a crime uh, Yeah, thing. right? He, he yeah, goes there back, was like a fortress involved, right? And uh, yeah. Dundee had to break into the fortress. Yeah, and Colombians like followed him to Australia where he turned the tables on him. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> wow. right. Back to Australia, of course. That. Yeah. And then Crocodile Dundee 3. It, where he just to goes Los to Los Angeles. Angeles. I don't see what the big difference between that and New York is. Right, but. yeah. I'll tell you, one was 
a hoot, man. It was <laughs> it was charming and funny. Like nobody knew who this guy was. And then this movie, you know, this just a fish out of water movie. Yeah. But the guy's just great, you know. Yeah. He's he's rugged and he's an individual. Yeah. And the, and then he's in New York and they have you know that scene where he's where he's in the car and he's like, hey, you know. I'm from Australia, Crocodile Dundee. We'll be seeing you around. It's you know, like, so funny. Yeah. It's such a nice moment. Um, <laughs> I'll see you around. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he, he's like, he goes, I'm going to be in town a couple of days. Yeah. Probably see you around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's a funny, yeah, he'd never seen it before. It's really funny. Um, okay. Oh, right. Anyway, so so I was talking about Family Feud. Are there any, uh, as, a, as a game show enthusiast and occasional host, uh, what are some of your favorite uh, game shows? Uh, I, uh, I like The Pyramid. Okay. I, I've always enjoyed the, uh, the uh, craziness of The, pyra- the Pyramid, okay. especially the, uh, the final round. I yeah. always love that, where you have to uh, actually put on shackles so you can't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the new pyramid so much where they hand a, uh, like a, a netbook back and forth. That drives me bad. I used to like the big sliding screen, you know. Now it's like they're handing each other. Oh, here, here, you take the vial. All right, here. Oh, okay. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> but uh, I like that, and uh, of course, I was a. Uh, I'm a big fan of The Price Is Right. Yeah. And uh, I know. I know Drew loves doing it. I don't know if he's going to do it for. How's he doing? Is uh, in your opinion? I don't, you know he's he, he's having a good time. Obviously. Yeah. I don't think he's bad. I don't know if he's great. You know. But I, you know, I didn't watch, you know, I didn't watch Bob Barker for all, you know, 30 years either. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you watch, you know, you watch Bob in college, you know, then you take a couple of years off, then you go back to it and then you're, then you're up for it and you're trying out for it and you're like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is great. What makes and for then you don't get it. <laughs> I saw Mark Krisky, you know, that guy from uh, Channel 5, he does the weather. Oh yeah. Like on yeah. Channel 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Man. Makes Graham Elwood look like a genius. <laughs> look into that guy's eyes. Mark Krisky. Hey, how you doing? And I, I don't assume people know me, and I don't think he did, but, uh, you know, I just know. I just, I just said, hey, how are you? As I was leaving, he was like, oh, 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 oh. God, just looking around. Jesus, Krisky, get it together, you moron. What is there, lead in that tanning paint? Christ's sakes. You got a brain in that skull of yours oh my god so in in your view what uh because i feel like the idea of being a game show host uh or just a you know i mean BattleBots isn't a game show but you still had to host it and move it along mm-hmm. like what makes for a good host because it seems it's the kind of thing i it seems to me that if the better you are at it the more effortless it seems and the more the audience feels like it might be easy to do Right. I think uh, I, I, I think, you know, I think when, when you're watching a bad host of anything, they're they're forcing something, you mm-hmm. know, they're forcing uh, their lines into something or a joke or, you know, something they mm-hmm. feel they need to say rather than, you know, allowing it to to expand and, and following it, whatever course it goes. You know, I mean, a good host should should be able to let something take a right turn or take a U-turn, go weird and then, you know, bring it back and, you know, play in the game. That's what you got to do, or continuing the interview, okay. you know. But a bad host just, you know, shoehorns, you know, every, you know, you say something, and then, hey, I'll tell you about game shows. Uh, There's one time I do the, you know, the, hey man, you're interviewing me. What do you need to do your jokes for? I did, uh, I did some internet talk show one time, and there was like five comics, right? And uh, and uh, it was uh, it was awful. And uh, so after the hour was up, right, mm-hmm. I stand up and I was like, all right, thanks. And they're like, hey, where are you going? We, we got another hour. I was like, what are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> you suck at this. <laughs> I mean, Letterman and Leno were great at it. They only do an hour. <laughs> You're doing two hours? Oh, my. I, I hate you. <laughs> are you kidding? This uh, is going to be awful. This is embarrassing because yeah. <laughs> uh, we do like two and a half hours. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um but uh, so what, how, how how are we doing? Yeah, how are we? Are well, we fine. Right? Uh, okay. Yeah, you guys aren't uh, you guys aren't bothering me at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, but after, I just I like the idea of our guests just uh, just bashing our other guests. Just yeah. uh, bashing well, Graham, Graham and I go way back. We almost yeah. fought one time. Really? Yeah, because he was working. Uh, he was working at some uh, internet site. This is way back when, like before 
I think even before web TV or maybe even at, at the time of web TV, early on, and there was a show, uh, it was a website called SC Naked News, where they did a, a newscast every day, and it was like animated. Maybe flash animated, I don't know, but there was no, it was way ahead of its time because the thing always froze on people, <laughs> you know. But uh, me and Karen Kilgariff was on it, and Margaret Smith, and uh, uh, BJ Porter, and Scott Ackerman, mm -hmm. and... Uh, so we went in there as the new writing staff, and Chris was the head writer, Chris Mancini and mm -hmm. John Matta. And we went in, and they, we were like the fourth writing staff, and we were replacing Graham Elwood and some other people. So uh, anyway, I went in there, and I started talking in a in sort of a – not a confrontational way, but a sort of a funny, you know, get this old crew out of here sort mm -hmm. of way. And Graham took offense to it, and uh, he wanted to fight me. And, oh. we, and, we, almost, and we almost fought. And you've been friends ever and since. And he would have killed me. That Graham was going to be my is next a question. Savage. He is an idiot. <laughs> Graham is like a hungry chimpanzee. He is so strong, and his skull is thick. It is so thick, like a chimp. You hit a chimp with a lead pipe, maybe he blinks. That's Graham. And he's strong, and his feet are like hands, and he will choke you and punch you with his feet. So I'm so glad that I did not fight Graham Elwood because oh, it just would have been awful. He would have uh, he would have ripped out everything that was hanging from me, <laughs> anything, fingers, testicles, nose. He would have gone into my mouth and grabbed my uvula and tongue and just ripped them out. Graham is mad. I don't know what he takes now, but he seems calmer. <laughs> and I don't think he wants to fight me anymore, which is good. But man, back then, whew, he would have tore me up. I'm a little bigger now. All right, I've okay. been working out. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. All right. We should you, probably get to the topic. Yeah, uh, I do not want to mess with Graham Elwood. <laughs> yeah. What is the topic? Uh, fighting. Is it fighting <laughs> you movies? Want to talk about we can talk about movies <laughs> can, about fighting. We can just talk about that movie, Fighting. Yeah, there's Channing a movie Tatum. called Fighting. That's oh, right. yeah, that's right. That's coming out on a DVD. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, because I didn't see it. I mean, I didn't yeah. see it either. Channing I guess Tatum. when somebody says that, you know they haven't seen it, right? <laughs> right, right. Well, they go, "Fighting's coming out on DVD." Because if you've seen it, you don't care, <laughs> yeah. right? Unless you want to watch the extras. Man, I want to watch Channing Tatum comment about Channing Tatum and fighting. <laughs> That's how much I like that movie. Tatum on Tatum. I want to. I want to. I want to hear Channing Tatum talk. And then I want to hear a, a lesser volume Channing Tatum <laughs> saying other things. That's how much I like that movie and Channing Tatum. Now, if you didn't know anything about the movies and you just heard the titles Fighting and Knowing, which one do you think would have made more money at the box office? Fighting, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Knowing blew it away. People were more knowing. interested in knowing. What was knowing? That was the Nick Cage movie where he, he found the, oh, the, the, right. the, 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 the clues to all the, the disasters that were going to happen. Right. And then, yeah. I don't even remember that movie. <laughs> and that movie's out on DVD, right? Uh, if it's not, it should be soon. Yeah, I think I, I think it actually like, just came out. Yeah, man. Yeah, I didn't even seriously. Not I, I remember when it came out. Yeah, and I yeah, and it got panned, didn't it? Oh yeah, by everybody except Ebert, who gave it four stars. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow, he seems to be uh, something. Something's going on with Roger Ebert in his uh, in his advanced years. He seems to be really uh, really giving a uh, high praise to a lot of movies. Well, he lost his ability to speak. And, well, I know that, jaw. but that doesn't you know. <laughs> I'm sure, and I'm sure he's a hunt and peck guy on the typewriter now, you know. <laughs> but you know, he can still he can still make it happen on the page, you know. I don't want to see him, you know, on TV anymore. And good, I'm glad he's not on TV anymore because, let's face it, it's it's hard to watch stroke victims on TV, isn't it? You get a little uncomfortable. Dick Clark on New Year's Eve, it's rough for yeah. all of us. <laughs> when, I don't like uh... watching it. Like, like, yeah, and when, I like Dick Clark. When, ben, when Benson came back to Sports Night, I know his name's not Benson. I can never pronounce it. But uh, Robert, Robert, oh, Robert, Robert Guillaume, and he had Robert a stroke? He, yeah, he was on Sports Night. Had the stroke. Had the stroke, was all, gone pretty much the rest of the first season. And then they, they brought him back for the second season. And then season. they came back. And they, and they probably said. The character had a stroke, yeah. He, the character had a stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, normally they would just write him out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. And the character died. <laughs> yeah. Or, and the character had a stroke. 
So he's not coming back to work. <laughs> not going to come back. No, he is this. coming back. Wait, what? <laughs> no, a stroke. That 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 means you don't have to come back to work. Now he's insisting on coming he back. He really wants to come back to work. <laughs> but he's an actor. <laughs> well, not the character. The character had a stroke. So did the actor. That's in the commentary on the sports yeah, night commentary. Yeah, right. <laughs> So anyway, to, to, to the topic. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, now, Bill, you're a, you're a family man, am I right? Right. But we're not talking about family films, am I correct? We're talking about films about, about family, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you can't Google the term "films about family" because family films will just come up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Google doesn't. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Uh, whatever you they use Google, that binary code or whatever it is, <laughs> it, they they can't figure that out. Films about family. Is the that Godfather your way, is that your way of up. saying that you don't? have much to say about the topic <laughs> is I that... googled well I heard a some film about a family was coming out on DVD <laughs> I could I don't know maybe it'll go in a different way we won't really talk about films about family <laughs> that's, that's probably what I tell I you what that's everyone about... will go Jesus are they going to talk about Swiss Family Robinson for the next goddamn 30 minutes <laughs> I tell you what, here's what we can do. David and I will have the discussion. <laughs> we'll defer to you. You can talk about Graham Elwood if you want. And then we'll and then we'll say like thanks, Bill. And then we'll come we'll get back to it. Maybe, should we name some of the other comedians we've had on the show? So you can Absolutely. A lot of them are people you know. We've had Paul Goebel on the show. Yeah, I know Paul. We've had Paul was also in the Graham Elwood mix of that of that writing staff at SC Naked News, I think, that uh, that we uh gave the boot to. Really? Was he the one holding Graham back? Uh, no, I don't know what. Well, you know, Paul, he never exerts himself. So I don't know what. Uh, yeah, I don't know what he was doing. I'm not sure if he was there. But what a tremendous head of hair that guy has, huh? <laughs> That's Paul what Goble? he tells me. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he's the first one to say that. Paul, yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's not. And maybe I'm stereotyping, but a lot of the heavy fellas, beautiful heads of hair. <laughs> and my theory on that is they don't deny themselves anything. <laughs> they just they just shovel whatever it is into their mouth. And the nutrients and whatnot just go right into their scalp. They're just they're just taking more in. That furnace, they got a big furnace and they and they fuel it and they throw a lot of fuel into it and a lot of that fuel goes up to you know, heat rises and goes right to their head. Those big fellas. Those glorious heads of hair. They got it worked out, those guys. Kind of, yeah. And then they and then whatever. And then they go into the gym and they lose weight and boom, they lose some of that, that beautiful head of hair. That's true because you know They're, Paul. Yeah. Uh, he got the yeah the surgery. Oh, and, did he? Uh, yeah, and so he's lost a lot of Let weight. Let your but it's, new life begin. Call one eight hundred. Get slam. Yeah, that's <laughs> lap the one. band. Yeah. Oh no, I think he had the. Well, I don't remember the old what. Band. But, but specifically, whatever. But uh, putting he, he something started, around your stomach. <laughs> but he started going gray. You know, really? almost uh, almost uh, immediately afterwards. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. So I think there's I something your, to what you're saying. I guess your body does react when they uh, throw a giant rubber band around your stomach <laughs> inside you. I guess when it's... Man, they have a... Have you seen that billboard where they go, dieting sucks, and it's a guy eating like a giant hamburger? Yeah. And it's for those O-bands. Yeah. And it's just basically saying, hey, you know, don't do anything. You know, keep eating like this and just get this... Surgery, actual goddamn surgery. You know, I mean, if you whatever, if you have a problem, I understand. I know that there's problems that, you know, heavy people have, you know, yeah. glandular problems. But don't, you know, don't just say, go ahead and eat whatever you want, you pig. And just we'll tie your gut. We will tie your stomach. Just like the uh, just like those old things you used to take where. You could eat whatever you want, and then the fat would just pass through you, you know? You remember those I pills? Don't, I don't think I remember that one. They, was, they said that your turds might be white. That was one of the, <laughs> that was one of the things that would happen. It's, it's a little and talk about a joyless existence, you know? You're over to a friend's house. You want some more? Sure, I just keep eating. I barely even taste it. It all just passes through me, and a white turd's going to pop out in about 10 minutes anyway. I just eat whatever I want. You don't really like it? I don't really taste it. I'm barely listening to you. Oh, jeez. All right. 
Okay. Uh, t- films about families. Films about Tyler's families. got a list in front of him. I that's... sure do, because I, uh, I was really But my worried. question is, Swiss Family Robinson, that's the family. They, they have a treehouse, right? They have the yeah. world's greatest treehouse? Yeah. Okay. And why? Uh, arguably, I guess. Why do they have a treehouse? Because I never saw that movie. I can't remember. I haven't seen it. Was there it. some sort of a... Maybe there were, like, leopards or something along the ground they went yeah, out yeah, from? I mean, they, they, yeah. They, they There's a tree it. to a leopard. <laughs> How am I going to climb that thing? <laughs> yeah. With my muscular body and my claws. That is a good point, actually, now that I think about it. There must have been some kind of reason why they... Because they... It was they a crazy tree. They wanted to to look out for ships because they were, like, Maybe. stranded. They were attacked yeah. by pirates later on. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> look out for ships. And then you climb down the tree, and they can't see you anyway. <laughs> what, you got to wear an orange vest while you're in the tree? Is there something in that tree? I don't know. I think I see a lamp. <laughs> oh, jeez. So I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know the, the genesis of that movie at all. But they were trapped, or they were on an island, right? Mm. Yeah, and, then, and I, I, I watched that movie a million times when I was growing up, and uh, got well, John, John Mills in it. It's, I guess... Inspired oh, you Robinson. watch that movie all the time, but you can't, you can't remember it. I mean, you can't uh, remember well, I haven't exactly. seen it in probably about fifteen years. Okay, you know. all right. But uh, but it's it. The Robinson comes from Robinson Crusoe. Like that's sort of the inspiration for it. Is that yeah? Their name isn't Robinson. Swiss Family Robinson. What is the hell's her name? Swiss. <laughs> that's her name. They are Swiss. Yeah. Do they have uh, accents? I don't remember this. No, movie. they all sound, racist. No, they all Swiss family. So you know what they're gonna do? Probably gonna live in a tree. Oh, they're Swiss. That's an interesting I don't see stereotype. I don't want to see these Swiss bastards. <laughs> the tree livers. Uh, no, they spoke in British accents. Which the Swiss but their, people? Their don't. last name wasn't Robinson. No, I don't think so. What? what? So this movie. Uh, <laughs> This is infuriating. <laughs> I can't think of a movie that made me matter. Oh, Obsessed. I just saw that. God, that was infuriating. Obsessed was? Yeah. I didn't see it. With Beyonce, what a waste of Beyonce and Allie Larder and... Idris Elba? Yeah. He's great. Idris Elba, he's kind of good. He has this thing where uh, he has this acting habit where he... I told you I didn't want to go there. <laughs> That's what he. The first three words are always real, and then he like calms down a little bit. Well, there he, is no you and me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's British. Maybe he's worried that like if oh, he goes he if he goes oh, too loud, too long. A, uh, British, but speaks with a Swiss accent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, infuriating. Oh, uh, the main pirate in uh, Swiss Family Robinson, played by. Uh, I don't remember his name. So there name. was pirates in it. There are pirates, yes. All right. Uh, Asian pirates led by the guy from Bridge on the River Kwai. Wow. The, the and you don't know his name. I don't recall and his name. And that's not racist that you don't know the Asian guy's name. No, that's not racist at all. Uh, I could tell you Tommy Kirk is one is in the <laughs> that's film. That's the Asian guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's one of the, one of the Robinson sons. No, that's not Ah, that. man, that, that movie is... I, I need to look that up, because that sounds just ridiculously confusing. <laughs> A non-Swiss family called Swiss Family Robinson. Their last name's not Robinson. They're being chased by Asian pirates. And incidentally, what? they're all just... They just kind of hang out. They're not even family. They're just friends. That, the, in uh, the, oh, in the treehouse? No, they're all family. I'm, I'm making a joke. Are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Are you sure you're not confusing with an episode of Big Brother? <laughs> <laughs> the season in the treehouse? Oh, Last my. comic standing in the treehouse? All right. Well, I'm, I'm excited because I now know how in-depth we're going to go into the topic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, we went pretty deep on one family film, right? That's true. That wasn't even on the list. That's true. It so wasn't once on we the get list. to the list, oh, how many items that. are on the list? Because well, well, I, I can't see it from here. Well, I'm not, are I'm we not also ex- podcasting? Is there? <laughs> yes, we're not going to get to all those. No, okay. we're not going to. I'm not going to hit all these. This is just in case. Okay. You know, we're not doing a video, any sort of a video cast, are we? No. No. Okay. no. As I as I told. Uh, uh, our friend Mike Siegel, uh, we want to avoid uh, ripping off Never Not Funny more than we already do. <laughs> well, no, we do. Okay, I'm going to air some grievances on the air on uh, over the why podcast. Why we? Well, yeah, why we? Uh... Is because uh, Jimmy Pardo made a crack on his show forever ago, but it still bothers us that we steal his guests. Yeah, but he has guests from the Los Angeles comedy world. We yeah. have guests from the Los Angeles comedy world. Right. 
There's only so many of them that are good enough to be on both shows. One yeah. can make the argument, though, that as we are a film show, there's no reason we should have stand-up comedians on. No offense, Bill, of course. Well, no, it's a lot no, of fun. I understand. Especially one that I think the last movie I saw in the theaters was La Bamba. So <laughs> I, am, well, I am lost here. Frankly, if you li- go listen to the other film podcasts out there, comedians are a lot more fun to listen to than most film true. nerds. That Man, is true. Man, uh, how many podcasts are there? <laughs> Christ almighty. When are people going to get enough of this bullshit? Man. Are you talking about podcast specifically? So I got to sit in my chair in front of my computer and listen now? Jesus Christ almighty. I'm as pale as a ghost. I got to get outside. No. I need to listen to this. That's nothing against you guys. I'm just saying. No, it's Man. fine. There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of podcasts. Well, that's that's Man. that's the good and bad thing about it is, uh, you know, you can yeah. you can hear some opinions from people who you would never hear otherwise. And uh, that's the bad thing about it as well. But you should try and do a, uh, a uh, Julia and Julie thing and listen to every podcast you can for a year. And write a blog about it. And write a blog. <laughs> a goddamn blog. <laughs> so I got to sit in front of this computer and read? <laughs> Christ almighty. I have to read a blog about yeah. a podcast. Oh, now I got to go listen man. to this thing. I can, uh, I don't like reading off my TV screen. <laughs> I don't see subtitled movies. I have to read an article? <laughs> I barely read. I don't even have time to be civil. The people, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I have time for nothing. Uh, well, this one will be funny. I think people are going to enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. I think people will enjoy this podcast. This is, I think if this we ups- ever get to topic, they're going to be excited. You know what? I have a feeling this is going to go in the same vein as our Jason Nash episode where uh, where we, we didn't stay on topic all the time, but it was a lot of fun okay. for us. All right. To, record i was not enamored with jason nash when i first uh, met him mm. and uh, and i like him i like him a lot more now i do i really do it's a uh, boy it's a uh, well, like you sit here like talking shit about graham elwood which means you really like him now you're being nice about jason nash no what does that I, really didn't, say? I didn't like him because i thought because he was uh because we did a uh i hosted a uh a comedy uh, game show the uh the joke machine you guys know that one right? i've heard of it yeah, you get to you. You do jokes. You do jokes on topics that you don't know about, and you and you you rip the other comics. And he was just really going off his uh, his uh, his notebook. And Scott Ackerman was on. He's, he was being genuinely funny. And uh, but Jason was just trying a little too hard. Mm. And I just I just wasn't buying it. But I I like him. I like him a lot more now. I like what he's doing now. Okay, he's really weird. And we're at different stages in fatherhood. So when I see him, I go, huh. I remember Bill DeWire thinking that way about 10 years ago. <laughs> How old are your kids now? He's just like, what, wanna, what are you going to do? Shit again? What are you going to do? And I was like, I remember that. Yeah. So how old are your kids now? Don't forget to shit up your back. Don't forget to have it blow right out the top of your diaper, buddy. It's like, yeah, I remember that. David, I'm sorry. You had a question. I, I already asked it twice. I was just asking how old your kids are. Now. Uh, I don't answer that question. <laughs> okay, okay, fair enough. But they're older than Jason Nash's kids. All right, then. That's that's. that's but enough. honest to God, uh, here, uh, <laughs> no, I was going to do a joke, but I should save it for the stage. But it is kind of funny. I um, I actually have a 21 year old daughter. I have a 21 year old daughter, which is crazy to me. And I don't know if I never want her friends over at the house or if I always want her <laughs> friends over at the house. I am really on the fence about that one. And I'm on the fence in my underwear. So maybe that tells you which way I'm leaning. <laughs> Ladies, how about another pillow fight? I know how we can settle this. <laughs> Sounds like That's awful. Man, Sounds like your funny. daughter's having some fights that you need to settle. <laughs> you know. My daughter... <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad I don't. I'm not raising awful children. God damn! Because now you know the whole girl fight thing. Now it's not fun. It's not even sexy anymore. Like you see a girl fight on the internet, and there's always you know somebody standing up with a chunk of hair in her hand, and you're like, oh god, Ugh. I'm not porking either of those two. That one's way too strong, and the other one's got that big chunk out of her head. I'm not turned on at all. Man. <laughs> oh, my. All right. 
Back to the list, Tyler? Yeah, back to the list. <laughs> and when you say back to the list, that's an interesting way of phrasing it because we never actually talked about it uh, so far. Um, okay, so... But we know that the topic is films about families. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so we've gotten that far. We talked about Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> Which none of us have ever seen. <laughs> I loved when well, I was a I kid. never I saw it. You saw it 15 years ago and can't <laughs> yeah. remember anything about it. It's got ah, that. there's a tree and there's a <laughs> monkey and a blow dart and there's a ship and a, a maelstrom and a volcano. That's all I remember. Tommy Kirk uh, catches a tiger. <laughs> Tommy Kirk. Are they uh, on an island? They're on an island, yes. How big is the island? I don't know. It's like lost size. Bigger than a tree. Oh, okay. So oh, lost size. Now, I don't even know. How big is a lost island anyway? Uh, David would probably know this. Uh, about the size of Oahu. How about uh, Gilligan's <laughs> Island? How big was that? The lagoon. You're on an <laughs> island. Are you kidding? <laughs> the whole thing a lagoon? Or is that just a little inlet? What the hell? I'll meet you at the lagoon. You know Which what? one? I think we're ta- I think the topic has changed to movies about islands. <laughs> <laughs> we got Castaway. We've got The Island. Oh. Which, uh, and then, uh, oh, there are, there's a couple islands. There's one based on a Peter Benchley novel. Now, how does Castaway hold up nowadays? Is that is that a good movie? Yeah. Uh, I it? like it a lot. I mean, I, I think it's um, the fact that it's a FedEx commercial is kind of like woven, yeah, woven kind, into the yeah. story pretty well. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I mean, and it's who obvious, ships but... ice skates FedEx? Isn't that funny? <laughs> <laughs> there's been a freeze. <laughs> Send those babies overnight. <laughs> Why'd you leave them in Hawaii? Shut up. Let's get those over here. I know, just the convenience of ice skates and the right because there was ice skates yeah. in one of the packages, yeah. right? And and just when you think about it, I remember and a uh, volleyball, a volleyball, like, and a volleyball, just one volleyball, right? Or was there? It was just one. There was just one volleyball yeah. in its package, right? And I think it was like for like a grandson. In my experience, uh, when my grandparents would live far away, my grandmother would say to my mom. What does Tyler want? Okay, buy him that, and I'll give you the money. <laughs> my name on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... yeah, that buy him that is really yeah. That's 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 what it's come down to now. Nobody, <laughs> nobody ships. And for God's sakes, what do you got to do? You're a grandparent. What are you rushing? <laughs> what are you sending overnight delivery on a volleyball for? <laughs> Christ Almighty, fourteen bucks. I only paid nine for the thing. <laughs> what are you kidding me? <laughs> I also love the, there's the package that he he never opens, which That's right. dramatically works. But what I would oh, like to be open when he delivers to that lady. Yeah, yeah I would. Who have Tom Hanks be... insists that he marries after the, the movie's over and, and has. Yeah, I've heard him say it. that. Yeah, but I'd love to see the scene where he opens it and it's got like a lighter and a knife in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Just has like a a phone that's activated. And, um, okay, so well, that here was a we good go. Crash scene in that movie, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It was terrifying. And then uh and then the really good crash scene was that Jeff Bridges movie? Oh. Um uh yeah. the one where he he's he's allergic to Dorn strawberries the and then he's not anymore. <laughs> what movie is that? Fearless. 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 Yes, yeah. that's That's a good movie. That's going to become uh is it? No, it's not. I haven't seen it. You've never seen it? I've never seen well, it. Well, you got to rent it. I know that uh uh Rosie Perez was nominated for it. I heard that she was really mm, for what? Good. Maybe for- a Golden Globe. No, no, I think she, she was up for, support, for a, supporting actors. Really? Yeah. My uh, uh, a family my, like my cousin's cousin was in that. Sally Murphy, who's a who's an excellent actress. She's mm-hmm. like a Broadway actress. She was in that. One of the survivors. You know, one of the people in the in the group. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good. You should see that. I've been and meaning that to. Is it's a Pete, terrifying. It's Peter Weir. It's a Peter Weir film, and I like him. I like a him lot. a lot. Yeah, as a director. You know, he's a. The, uh, Alive has a great crash scene, and then that's it. That's oh, you can turn the it? movie off after yeah, that. Okay. But, uh, Unless you want to watch people eat other people. But it's just really you got ravenous. Bad. You've got ravenous for that. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, yeah, I never saw that movie. Was that? Uh, there's been a few movies. Is that the uh, the soccer team one? Yeah, Alive yeah. the same team. one. That's based on a true story, right? Yes. yes. Okay. But it's uh, it's it's a it's a boring movie. But that that crash scene is awesome. Okay. And then the uh, and then the crash scene in uh, the Tom Cruise movie with the aliens, right? War of the Worlds is that him? Does yeah. a plane crash, or it has already crashed, or is it already crashed? Yeah, yeah I know they have crashed. it on the Universal Studios yeah. tour now, and yeah. it's really kind of it's really creepy. It's really disturbing because really? it's a real plane and it's really tore up and it's it looks yeah it's really creepy. Yeah, that's 
But then you go into the ice tunnel after that, and everything's okay. <laughs> now I'm dizzy. Yay! I like that Universal Studios is the one major lot that I've never been on, and it's the easiest one to get on to. Oh, really? Yeah. But I you've never, never been on like the lower lot, or you've never taken the tour? Never even? taken the tour, and I never, when I was working as a PA and doing stuff, I never had to go to Universal. Really? So I've been to every other major lot, but... I, in, I interned at, uh, at Universal, and i got to tell you, meanest security guards ever. <laughs> really? Between really? them and Warner Brothers, oh, man. Warner I was Brothers a tour guide at Universal Studios. Okay. And uh, back then, security was much more lax. Yeah. So when we'd be leaving, like some nights, we'd go, hey, we're going to we're gonna uh, just drive through the lower lot and uh, go out on Lancashire. And the guy would be like, okay. Then we'd be driving around the lower lot, you know, stopping and going into the psycho house. Which even though it's a uh even though it's just a shell, still creepy. Yeah. Super creepy, the psycho house. Well, I worked just at- it's up on a hill, you gotta climb yeah, up to yeah. it and it's weird. It's just weird being in it. I I worked at I worked at Paramount for a while and I think the security guards there have because Paramount is compared to other lots fairly tiny, I think they have kind of like a like a second city type of complex, like they're always trying to like to oh, make it, yeah, yeah. The, the security guards there, they take they take pleasure. Some of them, I don't want to make a generalization, but I, I've heard some of them take pleasure in not letting clearly famous people onto the lot because they didn't have their badge or whatever. Oh you yeah, know? like if I was a security guard, I might take I might take some pleasure in that. Yeah, yeah, because you might get you know what? Because maybe those sometimes those same people might hassle you. Yeah, or somebody in that yeah. same vein might hassle you, and you want to go, hey man, you know, I'm just doing my job here. I'm a security guy, you know. I get paid whatever, twelve, fifteen bucks an hour. Yeah. And you're hassling me. So fuck you or fuck somebody else. You know, I get to I get to pull a little shit. I get to show some power. See, I went the opposite way. I worked at Blockbuster and a guy knew an actor named Eddie Jemison, who he was in name. Waitress, he was in the Ocean's Eleven films. Yeah. Uh and uh you know, he can't he, he's not recognized very much. Right. And so so he walked up and he goes he he's like, Oh jeez. Like I don't have uh, my ID. I don't know. I was like Eddie Jemison. It's fine. He goes, and he looked genuinely touched. Yeah, <laughs> I knew who he <laughs> was. Pretty, it's exciting. Yeah, He's yeah. Like, oh, and I was like, I just saw waitress. You were very good in it. He goes, I get recognized oh, occasionally. You. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> David, someday we're going to be able to get recognized. Hey, I got recognized at Comic Con. That's right. That's right. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah. Someone said, "Are you David Bax from Battleship Pretension?" Hey. Uh, a couple people actually. That's pretty crazy. I mean, that's your. I mean, that's really that's a big part of your crowd. That that Comic yeah. Con, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Have you ever been? No. Oh, uh, it's a blast. I, I, it kills me because a couple of years ago we were doing Out of Jimmy's Head on the Cartoon Network, mm-hmm. and you know I was hoping they'd go, "Hey, we got you know we'd like you to go down there and you know be in the booth, uh, you know, and uh, we got a suite, mm-hmm. uh, but they never invited us." And yeah. then that Monday afterwards. We're back on the set, and they go, hey, how come you didn't come down? We had a suite. We had plenty of room for you. It's like, hey, Jags, why didn't you tell me? I was only practically begging you silently with my eyes. Christ almighty. You know, I'd like to have a little, you know, it would have been nice to have the, you know, have a badge and a place to stay, you know, take my son down there and have some fun, you know, but no. Uh, you know, so I haven't I haven't battled those crowds yet, but I look forward to. I got to go someday. next year if people are recognizing us. Yeah, Man. yeah, you got to go. That's oh, that's as close as we're. Plus the get fact to fame. that you know you call this show Battleship Pretension, yeah, which uh, which I love. You know, because oh. oh, not everyone's going to understand that, right? Yeah, and uh, I that was uh, I love Battleship Potemkin as a yeah. uh, as a punchline. On a joke, <laughs> all right. If you can do that, like I used to do one uh, about you know dressing my kids up for Halloween, you know. I'd say, uh, you know, and my daughter went as Battleship Potemkin. You know, <laughs> you know, I, I would do a long. I would say our theme last year was, uh, you know, of mice and men, and uh, you know, my uh, I was uh, crooks, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and uh, my daughter was candy, and my son was a uh, glove full of Vaseline. <laughs> you know, people get it. You know, people read or whatever watch the movie. You know, would think that was funny. You know, and other people be like, "What? What the hell are you talking about?" But of and course, then, you can't do you can't you can't do uh, the Battleship Potemkin theme anymore because you no longer have a baby that needs to be pushed in a stroller. No, but you know? my new my new joke for Battleship Potemkin was uh, w- with Flava Flav. You know, when he's giving his nicknames out, mm. I just wish he would <laughs> dig a little deeper. You know, or they give him some other stuff. You know, he'd be like, "You got nice eyes, so I'm going to call you nice eyes." You know? <laughs> and I, I'd like him to say, "Oh, you're real solid, and you 
you're real solid and you're and you're kind of a big girl. So I'm gonna call you Battleship Potemkin. <laughs> Everyone would be like, "What? Flame? Fantastic!" <laughs> The one silent movie, Russian movie reference Flav has got in him. Uh, should I even bother at this point? How long have we been going? 48 minutes. 48 minutes. All right. We can get 12, wow. 12 minutes. Did you just pick whatever, which one, whichever one you think is going to lead to the best? Uh, well, what's your favorite movie about families? When when we were talking, I'm a when we were talking. You mentioned Royal Tenenbaums, and I am yeah. a huge fan of that movie. Really? Yeah. You know, the first thing that came to my mind was uh, did, you, did you see the Secret Lives of Dentists with Campbell Scott and Hope Davis a few years what? ago? No, who saw that? <laughs> I did. It's amazing. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I actually I know that movie. Yeah, because she has an affair, and, and it's he like, finds out, and then uh, doesn't tell her that right. he knows because he doesn't want to break up the family. Yeah, but then it's like sort of him like going crazy knowing yeah. about it. I got to tell you, sometimes those movies like where somebody's having an affair and like you know somebody's lost her soul and there's a lot of joylessness. Yeah, you know, like when you've been married a long time, you're just like, ah, I can't watch this. You know, I need some bright suits and some dancing or something. You know, I need some good-looking people fucking around. Or you know, I need knives, something. I can't have this. Man, like that, knives. that Tom Wilkinson movie, uh, in the in Sissy Spacek. Yeah, I love that. That's just a lot of yelling, right? <laughs> I, I just never saw that in the one I know scene. It's a deep drama and all that. And I was, just, oh, I couldn't. I just don't even want to. I don't even want to. Oh, that's watch a shame. That. You're missing out. So you never I'm seen sure it? It's great acting. Oh man, it's wonderful. I know. Got but nominated I, for a bunch of stuff. I yeah. know. But uh, but I yeah, feel I feel like seeing it. I, I I do agree with you because after what like uh, I was that way with uh, Closer. Where everyone's just having affairs with each other. You mean closer? <laughs> That's what I refer to it as. It's about salesmen. <laughs> Look, if I do this striptease for you, will you will you fuck that? that, that? <laughs> will you buy the Rio Rancho estate? Um, <laughs> closer. Look, I'm going to do the world's worst striptease. Okay, I'm not going to take off anything. All right. All right. But I will I, have this oh. pink wig on. Yeah, <laughs> honest to God, when you go to, when when they have a, a a star in a strip club, you know, it's like either take your clothes off or be a waitress there, you know. But <laughs> don't do the, you know. Look, I love Flashdance. I saw it in the theaters when I was a kid. It was great, you know. But we were like, what's that place, you know? <laughs> this high end dancing place, you know, where they set up a new tableau for every dancer. What the fuck? That yeah, must have been the, 70 the, gallons of water pouring on her. <laughs> Who's setting that up? Yeah, but then you and go, then the next girl has a you know marching band behind her. You get 10 yards back in the bar and suddenly it's a dive bar where there's bar yeah, fights breaking yeah, out. Yeah, except for this glorious show. <laughs> right. This it's show. Like the, place in, is, uh, yeah. the place in Purple Rain. Same, same thing. Oh man! Oh yeah, purple. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, but you know, if you're gonna, you know, if you're gonna be in a strip club, you know, just either make it a strip club and have, you know, yeah. or don't do it. But don't have this, uh, you know, this. Uh, and all these guys, Sin City. You mm. know, there's a few things in that move that ruined it for me. But the uh, the Jessica Alba dance. God, talk about soulless. Can she pick a movie? Christ, or can she do anything? Like, she is gorgeous, right? Did she get pregnant? Uh, I, no I don't idea. know. All right. Or is that Jessica Biel? No, Jessica Alba got pregnant, didn't she? Anyway, she's done. I, I tell you, once I get pregnant, I'm like, ah, done. I'm so done. I'm so done with I'm, you. I'm married to a woman who's had, uh, who's had kids. I don't yeah, see. again, yeah. It's just like it's it's like uh, it's like the girls next door, right on E, right? Yeah. It was this great show about three crazy girls <laughs> living with Hugh Hefner, and they're like his girlfriends, and it's everything you like. And then all of a sudden, there's Kendra, and she's getting married, and she's pregnant, and that's nothing you like. <laughs> what, what do I want to watch this show for? Where's Hef? Where's the other two? Or you're getting married and you're having a baby. I've done that. <laughs> I haven't played professional football, but that's not why I'm watching this show. Oh, wait. I'm not watching this show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'll go back to Royal Tenenbaums for you there. Uh, because uh, that looking at my at my list as far as like my favorite film about family. What's that, your favorite film about families? It might actually be like Royal Tenenbaums. Well, as far as like between like comedies and like drama, probably Royal Tenenbaums is my favorite comedy about family. But, about, but as far as drama, I really like Junebug. Did you ever see Junebug? I saw some of Junebug, and I, I wasn't. I yeah, I, it didn't hook me. It didn't hook me in. Man, it's it's 
man, right. it's great. Just the idea yeah. of like putting you in the position of like meeting the in-laws or the soon-to-be in-laws or whatever. Right. They, they were married. Funny too, right? I mean, oh, it's yeah, drama. Yeah. yeah, but it's got and much in the same way. Royal Tenenbaums is a comedy that is pretty yeah. dramatic at times. You know, right? Uh, yeah, at times. But there's such a, I don't know. There's such moments in Royal Tenenbaums that I love. I saw Royal Tenenbaums like two days in a row. Mm-hmm. In the first audience, when early on in the movie, when Royal has his kids in front of him and he's talking about his divorce, oh, yeah. and the one kid goes, "Well, is it because of us?" And he goes, "Well, certainly having three children put a you know, <laughs> incredibly taxing on our marriage." But no, 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 it's not about you. <laughs> like the first audience I was with, we all crack up, man. It's the greatest. Yeah. And then the second audience, the next day, like uh, people were like, "Oh," <laughs> I had moaners in that audience. And I wanted to like turn around, like the woman was like two rows behind me. She was like, "Oh, she kept doing that, you know." And you just want to turn around and go, "Okay, we get it. You're really sensitive. <laughs> yeah, we get it. Can you moan to yourself? You're so goddamn sensitive. You know what I'm sensitive to? You're moaning. <laughs> oh, it's like okay, yeah, we all get it. You're super sensitive. <laughs> it's a movie, Jagoff. Oh, I love that movie." And just and little things like just what I like about that film is that and and about uh, Wes Anderson in general. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I like that. And then I do like Darjeeling Limited because the emotion, the emotional core of his movies and his characters are always very real. Yeah. But, it, but it's got this sh- this fake sheen, like you know, in Royal Tenenbaums, they live in a New York that doesn't really exist. You know, yeah, they like all, all dress, those. Yeah, they all dress the same way, and it's always a little heightened and weird. And but inside it's all the same you right know? yeah yeah there's real yeah there's real feelings yeah that's for sure like steve zizou i mean that's a yeah that's a weird uh the, that it's got that weird alternate universe yeah you know but still the characters are are real yeah kind and, of <laughs> yeah i mean mo- most of them um, when, when bill murray foiled the uh the pirates kidnapping <laughs> true. You know, i was like well that seemed really easy <laughs> <laughs> that seemed super easy and maybe it's supposed to yeah you know maybe Maybe just to move the story along, you know, you go, well, we got to end this, you know, so. Well, then Swiss Family Robinson would have only been 50 minutes or so. Yeah. Swiss Family Robinson is three and a half hours long, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, no, but that's what I like about Wes Anderson films. At yeah. least he, he tries things, you know. You yeah. might not. It doesn't always work. Uh, Did you see Darjeeling Limited? No, that's one I, I haven't seen. That's a, uh, one. I think that's the only Wes Anderson movie I haven't seen. I I did not expect to like it, and I in fact I'd say wound up loving it. Really, it really. Uh, it's your favorite Wes Anderson movie? No, Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaum is probably my favorite. Good but for you, because everyone else goes Rushmore. What do you go? I don't like Wes Anderson. Oh, really? I was trying to stay out because well, I know. out of your out of all your least favorite, uh, since you hate him, which one is your favorite? Royal I mean, Tenenbaums. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. So we're. Yeah, it's. Oh, we got nowhere Rushmore's, to go in this conversation. <laughs> yeah, we all I, like that movie. Well, you know, you know, people. I saw. I started with Rushmore. Didn't like it. Saw Royal Tenenbaums and thought it was a little better, but didn't really like it. And people were telling me, "Oh, you got to see Bottle Rocket. You got to see Bottle Rocket. Then oh, you'll get yeah. it." And then Bottle Rocket is the worst of the bunch. I didn't care. Yeah. I, I, I don't care for Bottle I, Rocket. Really, I like Bottle Rocket, but yeah. it's it's incomplete. I mean, there's like you know, there's holes in it. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, but it's a nice, it's a good first movie. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it was his yeah, first movie, and it, it does feel like a first movie, definitely. But uh, it introduced but yeah, us I, to Owen Wilson. Yeah, who I yeah, I do, how do like. Feel about that. <laughs> I don't know, but I heard that guy doing a voiceover on radio, a radio commercial for like Pennzoil, mm-hmm. and uh, all I'm thinking is like, what? Wh- why am I listening? This guy tried to kill himself. Why would I buy Pennzoil? And he's talking about my neighbor's a guy who can build a deck in two days. I wish I was that guy. I was like, you wished you were dead like three months ago. What are you talking about? What? Why would Pennzoil hire a, a, a guy who attempted suicide? Not long ago, <laughs> to talk about his neighbor who builds things. I tried to take my own life and couldn't do it. My neighbor can build a deck. Why didn't you say that in the commercial? I was furious. And I haven't heard it, obviously. So Well, they're still showing the Billy notion. Mays commercials. They're Have still you seen showing that? what? Billy Mays commercials. Like uh, oh, yeah. last night, probably on the Ion Network, I saw the thing for Fix It, the car scratch remover thing and it was oh, him yeah. talking about right, it and, and right it just seemed sad to me yeah uh, just in general but also when you think like oh they found cocaine in his system right and, i'll tell uh, you 
Bill Dwyer would not be a bad replacement for Billy Mays. <laughs> I've I've thought that. I've uh, I've said that. And they were looking for their guy, and they, and the, and they were going to go nationwide on the search. Yeah. And then they said, no, we'll we'll offer it to his partner on that reality show right. that they did. Yeah. Well, that guy's English. It's not it's not as good. Yeah. Nobody's going to. You need someone with enthusiasm like yeah. like Bill Dwyer. And I'm not an infomercial guy. <laughs> we, tra- we trusted him for a while, and then the War of 1812 happened. Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. yeah they, they, when someone talks like that, you can't tell if they're English or Swiss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're not even Swiss. <laughs> then you're no, furious. They could be German, like yeah. in, Val- in Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't see that movie. I actually but didn't liked his it. But didn't his eye patch keep switching? <laughs> no, it? that was just in the, in the promotional, in like oh. the posters. Like <laughs> sometimes it was on the side, yeah. <laughs> um, but in uh, in Darjeeling Limited, there's it, because it's these three brothers who have an estranged mother and their father is is dead, and so it's just them dealing with that. So it's a good like grief movie, but also just the dynamic between these brothers. Man, it feels like brothers, you know? Yeah. Just, oh, okay. Just yeah. even though they're all adults at this point, there's still a definite hierarchy. One guy calls the shots, and the other two just kind of go along. And you know what's the best movie about adult siblings is you can count on me. Yeah, I got did, that. Did on you ever here. see that with no. uh, Mark Ruffalo and Laura Linney? Oh no, no, oh no! Right where he's, yeah. Uh, yeah she has to take care of him, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah I hear that's a great movie. <laughs> Listen to me. I hear that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out on DVD I'll soon. Bet you- <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's that's absolutely yeah, that's dead on. Well, listen, is there anything else you want to hit on your list? Because we kind of got to wrap things okay. up. Okay. Uh, did well, you guys talk about how bad uh, Land of the Lost was when you did your summertime wrap-up? Uh, we, no, did, nobody we skipped it because it. I don't I think anybody saw furious. it. I was furious. Did you see it? No. Infuriating. Oh, my God. Talk about gaping holes in a film. And then all of a sudden it's like over. You're like, oh, I am going to punch you. <laughs> I got I to gotta find someone and punch whoever made this movie. Oh, Don't go after man. Graham Elwood, it sounds like. It was awful. No, do not go after Graham Elwood. Straight. <laughs> <laughs> so strong. Angry, he's angry. Right, so he's got we... like an extra tooth, and that like makes him crazy. It grows out of like the middle of his mouth. It grows out of like the roof of his mouth. And you can only see it when he when he's coming at you. This crazy. Oh, I do tooth. wish it was a video podcast now. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Well, we we got to the topic well, for, about, for having me. about seven minutes total, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Uh, okay, David, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we should we should have you back sometime and talk about uh, films about families. <laughs> yeah, no. be great. Be There's great. nothing to cover. I think we covered that topic already. <laughs> we exhausted it. It's true. We'll talk about fighting films yeah. or uh, knowing films. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, that Steve Carell film about family, Dan in real life. I yeah. never saw it. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. I was watching the first 20 minutes. It's like one of those films that tries too hard. Yeah. You know, where everybody, yeah. Uh, like that other Where Steve the family Carell has film. contests, you know, crossword contests and yeah. frisbee contests. Like, oh, please. Well, that just seems like a family that tries too hard. Yeah, it was. I mean, oh, okay. everything. They were just hammering you. Everybody was trying too hard in that film. Did you uh, see Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. Speaking of family. I, mean, I thought it was great. Family. You, you really like that? I didn't care for We're it. not fans. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know not much happens, but I like the characters and I like the jokes and I and I thought uh, I liked Alan Arkin in it a lot. Yeah. So I did yeah. like a lot of the acting. But, and uh, uh, and when that kid found out he was colorblind, I I thought that was a pretty intense moment. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I like that actor a great deal. But uh, sorry, yeah. we were about to wrap like, it up. What's the the girl? What's her uh, Abigail, Abigail Breslin? Breslin. Yeah. yeah, she's gonna be in the in Zombieland. Oh really? Oh really? Yeah, that could be. She's going to be fighting zombies. I'm excited about that movie. It's, is it, it going to really be good? Exciting. The trailers. Or is are it really going to be cool. too grindhousey? I don't know. The trailers seem to be really funny, like tongue in cheek. Like it looks like it could okay. be a really fun movie. All yeah, right. I mean, this one looks like it's uh, grindhouse was funny, but it was like winking at you funny. Whereas like it was this, too much winking at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep talking about grindhouse. Damn oh, did you well, really keep... bring up grindhouse all the time? Yeah. Well, because we talked about uh, with Graham and Chris, we talked about Inglorious Bastards, and that oh, that's led right, to yeah. grindhouse. Oh, okay, yeah. But uh, I, and I, I bring up Zombieland on every episode because I'm so looking forward to it's it. It's really yeah. But it looks and like I also a lot bring this up. Did you, did you hear the the story about like uh, Woody Harrelson punching that uh, paparazzi guy? Yeah, and he yeah, said recently, it, yeah, right? He said it was because he just finished doing Zombieland. He was still in character. Thought the guy was a zombie. And that's why. Wow. He did it. <laughs> oh, fuck, that is so awesome. So the guy isn't suing him then? 
I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, that seems that seems pretty understandable. If, you, <laughs> if Woody Harrelson punched me and then came with that excuse, I'd. I, I'd I hope slide. that I hope that goes to trial. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I hope it goes to the Supreme Court. <laughs> and you got all these judges just. Oh, maybe he really thought that. What's a zombie? <laughs> Five right. to four, and there's this long, long decision written out. Oh, Precedent setting. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, where where can people find you online or? Uh, oh, I'm on. Uh, I'm on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is great. Are you on Some Twitter? Some jag that you kind of knew in high school <laughs> took the survey. What Partridge family member are you? And he's Lori. You want to find out which one you are? I don't know. Reluctant, Chris. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I ask all the yeah, guests. I'm on Facebook. Bill Dwyer, and I spell it with one L. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you. Does anyone call you Billy? And if so, would you spell that with one L? My family sometimes calls me Billy, and no, because that would be Biley. Yeah, like if you. If you Tyler and I me... went to film school with a guy named Billy with one L, and really, it, it didn't care for that it. doesn't work. It's a good guy, but good yeah, guy. yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that doesn't work. That looks like Biley. Yeah, you know, yeah. and his name's probably William. I actually don't. Well, you know. can do whatever you want with Bill. That's why I changed it to one L. And man, has that been a pain in the ass for <laughs> twenty plus years? It's so stupid. You could switch. You could switch back. You can. No, add. I can't now. I've already been on TV. <laughs> All right. It's too late. <laughs> Should have made the choice. Ah, damn it. <laughs> well, I'll ask you what I ask all the guests. Are you on Twitter? No, I'm on Stutter. So <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, we look forward. We look forward to having you having you back, Bill. This is a lot of fun. Um, I am on Twitter for the show. Uh, yeah. If in case I haven't mentioned it on the show before. Um, at twitter.com slash the pretension or you can email me or Tyler at uh, David at battleshippretension.com or Tyler at battleshippretension.com. So thanks for listening and uh, thanks for being here, Bill. Thanks. All right. All right. Catch you next catch time. You Bye. Bye. Bye.